0: podcasting from inside of a marketing agency this is the marketing department podcast where we have candid ideas and curated content for the everyday marketer
1: full disclosure i have eric's microphone off right now go ahead try say yeah you do yeah because he is deciding to act like he's in junior high this morning well, you should
0: unmute me because you sound like you just had some of the hottest green hot sauce from the world's greatest burrito place, and it's messing with your system.
1: It's true. Thanks for bringing that up. You're welcome. I was going to try to avoid it this whole time. So if you hear me sniff, sniffing.
0: Sniffing. I'm sorry. Which you'll hear a lot. He yeah. keeps doing it over and over and over. I can't stop. Won't and stop. And I won't
1: stop. Yeah. That's a song. We uh, hang out too Beyonce. much. Beyonce. No, Cardi B. Who sings that? Oh, my gosh. I don't know, but Shania I don't point? think they were Shania. even born Shania. yet. Whoa, whoa. Who's oh, who's uh, the hey third guys, voice coming sorry. in hot? Oh, hey, Aaron here. is here. Oh, <laughs> here. hi, Aaron. Hello. Hi, Aaron. I was going to let y'all go for a little bit. We're talking about yeah. social media, and Aaron is going to be, you know, extra, extra, extra help in this conversation because he's a pro at social media, although he has no personal social okay. media accounts. Okay, I was
2: hoping we were going to bring that up. We will bring fine. it up every yeah, time. I'm sure We it will. Fine. You it's don't fine. have to
1: have one to be great at one. That is exactly mm-hmm. right. Yeah. You know what? I just thought of something. Wow. Ready? The best golf coaches out there, golf instructors out there like Tiger Woods golf instructor, mm-hmm. he may be the best golf instructor out there, but it doesn't mean he can beat Tiger Woods at golf. That Sweet is Lord. very true. Wow. Mind blown. Same concept here. Yeah. Yep. Anyhow, talking about social media for certain major industries and specifically ones that we have a tendency to help with more often than others. And so we're going to talk about how social media can benefit a few of these industries and what channels work with what. So we actually have something really cool on our blog. I think we've had it before. It's this infographic, six recommended social media platforms for businesses In twenty twenty. I think it's super helpful. Did you and Brittany put this together? Mm -hmm, We did.
2: With help of our awesome graphic designer, Chad.
1: Yeah. It looks great. It looks very
0: nice. C B radio is what we like to call him around here.
1: We do. Chad Boyd, C B Raider Radio. Breaker, breaker one, nine. You got way too close to your microphone to do that. I always do. But
2: I, I wouldn't know how it sounds because I don't have headphones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, and we want to go ahead and tease next week's theme as well, or our topic, I guess. We're gonna get practical on how to successfully implement social media for your business. And so we're gonna give you free resources and everybody likes free. Thank uh, you, Oprah. <laughs> Is that what you that was? You get a resource. You get a resource. You get just doesn't sound free like... Free resources. Free resources. <laughs> <laughs> that was Oprah. Yeah. So today God specifically, <laughs> we're talking about the industries of construction, e-commerce, real estate, and healthcare and wellness. That's just to name a few of the types of social media accounts that we work with on a regular basis. But Aaron is here to talk through some of the details. And we have a tendency to really do a a lot of business with construction companies. Mm -hmm. And I think that happens for a number of reasons. But honestly, that's what we, I feel like we're really good at. One of the industries we really are familiar with and own really well. Aaron, talk a little bit about recommended social media platforms for construction business.
2: Yeah. So before I get into that, I just kind of want to state that this isn't a talk where we recommend every single social media channel for every single type of business. Not all social media channels are good for every type of business. There are some businesses that could benefit from only one or two social media channels instead of trying to run the gamut with all 49 of them that we have right now. So with industrial type businesses and construction, the ones that we really recommend are Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. These are really to just establish credibility and just educate people on why they need your services, and really just to show your knowledge in the industry. YouTube's a really, really popular channel right now because people really connect with videos. So having a channel to where you can either post informational content with a video about your jobs, about certain job sites that you're on, certain work that you've done, it just helps people trust you a little bit more. There is like Twitter, Instagram, things like that, but that's not really a fit for this type of industry just because Twitter's more of a like a news platform. So that's really why we recommend just these three channels to maintain consistent. what's your favorite youtube video you've ever seen my favorite okay so i don't know if this really counts because this wasn't actually on youtube it was before youtube but it's on youtube right now i don't I... even remember life before youtube back in I don't the day. either okay so this is a i forgot the name of the company so i don't know if that says it's a good youtube video or not but it's a cheese commercial okay okay this is me? going Are you with me as i hoped it would really good good <laughs> and it's about this mouse who finds this cheese on a mousetrap and is playing "Top of the World" by the Carpenters?
1: Oh my goodness! Yes,
2: and then he's all happy. He finds the mouse on the mousetrap, and the mousetrap slams, and the string goes dark. You hear like the wagak, like whenever he gets he, the what? Playing, the what now? The How is you spe- that, is can that you spell a that on the board? Wagak. Uh, yeah, let me try. Oh, nope, that wasn't. That no. wasn't
1: even very loud. Maybe it's this one. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's a okay. wagak. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways,
2: anyhow, the good old wagak, and then it starts playing. This is the end which is another really depressing song. But Good then night. he starts bench pressing the mousetrap because he's eating this cheddar, which is supposedly like. I'm going to need really you to find sharp. this because yeah, I we're gonna see this. Yeah, because well, 30
1: he's... seconds into that story, then, I was th- I started thinking about the California ben- raisins for some Yeah, but then <laughs> he's bench pressing.
2: <laughs> and <a> co- <laughs> <laughs> California raisins. But no, he, then he starts bench pressing uh-huh. and Eye of the Tiger comes on. And oh, get you okay. now, you're, now. You're in, and now I can they're get like, into that. "This is how strong I can get into that." Yeah, this is how strong our cheddar is, and I'm like, "Good well, for you." Well, wow. hold on. What's yeah. your
1: favorite YouTube video?
0: Let's just go around
1: the table here. I don't know that I have one to be honest with you, oh. or like I can't. I was worried somebody was going to ask me that question because mm-hmm. I was like,
2: "No, no, 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 I actually don't have one." So you wanted to be the one to ask it,
1: right? Got it. So I started. I started it hoping. I wouldn't have to finish it. Recently. Well,
0: you know me. I listen to music on the YouTubes. So oh, yeah. In my office, just yep. watching the music.
1: Eminem. You love Eminem. Oh, I do, actually. I'm sorry. Slim Shady. TLC oh, He's
0: the real Shady, so yes. So my favorite YouTube video is... Y'all hear it all the time, because I just play it almost yeah. every day.
1: Chris Stapleton, Justin mm-hmm. Timberlake. No, that one no, is really good.
0: No. Wren and Sam Hopkins, where this just these two dudes out in the middle of the street, and one guy's playing guitar, and one guy's singing, and they switch singing, and it is just... Look, Wren and Sam Hopkins and
1: type in man's world. Live music probably Ooh. is my favorite thing on YouTube. So good. That wow. was that Chris Stapleton song, kind of. I don't think that
2: was it. No, you got to do the is run another if you're going to do it. On the board? No. <laughs> Your face looked like that hurt. It did hurt. Mm -hmm. it hurt to watch anyway let's keep going let's talk about Uh, strategy
0: here we'll we'll switch it up so we're talking about industrial construction recommended platforms facebook linkedin youtube and so let's talk a little bit about the strategy behind those and really construction world is split into two things essentially so it's residential and mm -hmm. commercial yep and so with the residential clients that construction companies have it's really best we cannot stress this enough to have quality visuals, those should be the foundation of everything. Yep. So, you guys, we talk about that
1: more than anything. It's because it's that important. It's so important. Quality, 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 quality.
0: Yeah. And what's amazing is, I mean, the construction world, especially home builders, have the best content. I mean, other than like sports, probably than any other industry, because you build this giant, beautiful home, mm-hmm. you have pictures taken of it because yep. you got to sell it. And so you take those pictures and put them into a social media strategy in these places or, or video as well. So with those visuals, it's so important from the residential side. It's also important from the commercial or the oil field side even, but content really is everything when it comes to the strategy behind commercial. So you want to have those cool pictures. You want to have that kind of stuff, but really what it comes down to and every commercial construction company or oil field construction company we work with, they all say safety all of them. They're always like, now safety is real important to us. I don't know about other guys, but no, they all say safety, 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 safety. So being able to have good content around safety, around different things like that, like what they do is just really, really important. Dude, that was a big
1: cold chill. You okay? I'm cool. And if I'm honest with you, my forehead was too close to my mic. My forehead runs into things all the time. It does. I've seen and it. And I got the chills, and my head touched the mic, and then that scared me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! I was mid chill, man. I was mid chill. I shook. That was a head big... touched the mic, scared me. There's a lot going on. What happens
0: now. in this little room? We have a podcast studio here. It's pretty cool, yeah. but it's not the biggest room in the world <laughs> on purpose because we got it. You know, you want tight room for this kind of stuff. Yep. Well, it gets real hot. It gets real hot in here until you turn the AC on, and then within yeah. like seventeen seconds, it's freezing yeah it's okay i'm wearing shorts i'm good
1: it's short friday we are recording we haven't been recording on fridays for calendar conflict reasons but here we are that's
0: true that's true so the next thing would be frequency aaron talk to us a little bit about the frequency when it comes to this stuff
2: yep so there's really not a cut and dry recommendation for frequency It really just depends on the amount of time you have to put towards your social media whatever you do just make sure it's intentional obviously you want to post enough to where people are aware of the fact that you're working like you're constantly doing something. Somebody's there managing this three times per week, creates consistency, but it doesn't overwhelm your audience and it doesn't force content to be posted. The biggest thing that we've seen that we try to stay away from is don't just post something just to put something out there. Make sure you're putting thought behind it. So if if you just look at your schedule, you don't have enough time to put three out, try to put two, even if it's just like one awesome post per week, be intentional with it. And it's like, you're saying with the photos and everything, people love seeing the process of whatever you're building. So being able to see like, Oh wow, it started from this. And now it looks like this, like just showing, like having them involved in your process is, is really, really powerful.
0: Yeah. That's so important. And then Zeke talks about this a lot with everything. Anytime we go do a video for a client or something cool, he wants behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, we got to show our people behind the scenes what's going on. And it's so true. I mean, I'm remodeling condo right now, actually wrapping it up. But every time I post like, here's the before, here's these guys working on this. It is just like the most engaged thing. People are like, Oh, I can't wait to see what the final thing is. And it just builds that momentum mm-hmm. because,
1: people attach themselves to stories easier than they do anything else. Yep, That's a, good. a finished product feels like you're being sold to. A story behind the product is worth engaging in. Wow, someone quote that. Write that quote Write down, that down below. Keep typing. That was that's good, that. bud. I Thanks. like that. So a couple of notes for
0: success for the construction industry and then we'll move on to e-commerce would be mix up your business content. Make less than 50% of it self-promoting. Present it as a solution to your target audience instead of just like putting content out there, actually make it a solution to a problem they have. If applicable, take before and after photos and then respond to reviews and comments to create connection with your audience. So those are all really good quick notes for
1: success. So we do, one of my favorite accounts that we have here is an e-commerce, retail, that's the same thing, right? You're doing great, but well, retail could be not online. That's true. So yeah, okay, it it is Uh, e-commerce. E-commerce for retail. store apparel. Apparel. Yeah. Anyhow, long story short, figuring out what works best for them is one of my favorite projects here. Mm -hmm. And we all jump in. This is one of the few clients that we have that the whole company, our whole company is involved because of the nature of the account. They're also one of our biggest clients. And so I love figuring out how to run for these guys. We have specific goals we're always trying to hit. You know, there's Mm -hmm. a million things that we're trying to figure out how to pull off. And so it requires research. Talk a little bit about e-commerce and maybe reference the client that I'm talking about a little bit as well as far as
2: social media. Yep. So e-commerce on social media, there are so many different options that you can do because really with e-commerce, if you're trying to get someone to buy from you, you have to connect with them. They have to understand who you are and understand why you're doing it, to be honest, because if they feel connected to your brand, they're going to feel more compelled to buy from you. If, If they like what you're doing, if they like, who you are really as a business, like you look at companies like Yeti, things like that, they have an identity, like they have their brand with them. And when people connect with that through social media, whether it's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest, those are just kind of like the main ones for e-commerce specifically. When you connect with them through that, it's going to be so much easier for them to make the decision to then go on your website and start shopping you, connect with you, buy from you. And then hopefully while using social media, you can get them to come back and keep buying from you. Yep, that's good. So
1: walk through a little bit of what you've seen work. Tell some, maybe a success story here or there that you were kind of surprised by through Mm -hmm. social media, specifically in regards to e-commerce.
2: Yep, so using this client specifically, obviously this year has been a game changer yep. for a lot of different businesses, especially in the e-commerce world. If you're and,
1: listening, by the way, hold your thought. If you're mm-hmm. listening to this a year down the road, two years down the road, like sometimes I go find really old podcasts. Oh, yeah. that I, I like the topic. We're in the middle of coronavirus right now, the pandemic that nobody will ever forget in our lifetime yeah. about how it, affected, so how it affected all of us, but specifically in regards to business. We had to get creative with this client. So jump back
2: in. Yeah, so back in March and April, whenever all this really hit, for us at least, we noticed the kind of e-commerce world change online because people can go in store and shop. Everybody had to go online and that hit our client pretty hard because they have, I think, 12 different storefronts that are usually on college locations with schools being shut down, people not being able to go into businesses. We had to get creative to figure out how to get people to shop online, even if they haven't really heard of this client yet. And something that really surprised me was you would think, well, so what we're trying to sell They had these graphic tees, graphic t-shirts that they're trying to sell online. And what I was really surprised by was the amount of flexibility that we could have just by selling these t-shirts, really. It's just a t-shirt, but whenever the design that we used was resonating with the pandemic. And people who weren't even in our real demographic, the main demographic for this client is females between the ages of 18 and 24. That's kind of who their prime target is. At this point, everybody was looking for stuff online. Everybody was shopping. So whenever we were able to make a design that resonated with the pandemic it really opened up the gate to a a much larger audience and was able to kind of honestly save their sales for that type of year because they're they're shut down for such a long time that was something that really surprised me was just how quickly social media was able to adapt in that time whenever before all this started i was even saying like i don't think this is going to work yeah you can ask anybody here Like if it's something that we haven't tried before, as far as like uh, digital advertising goes, things like that, I already have like kind of preconceived notions about it. Like, I don't don't know if this is going to work. I don't know if this is going to work. And it really surprised me. I was really shocked to see how much social media changed just within that first month.
1: So, so much of what you do as our digital director here is driven by measurable. I mean, you can read everything you're doing, what works and what doesn't. And you've got a history of seeing what works and what doesn't. So anytime we decide to get creative and step outside of, Something we haven't done in yep. the past. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> let's, see let's, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. And so that's actually one of the things I love and don't like yep. about this exact thing is it kind of scares you about trying to think outside of the box because you know what's worked in the past. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or it does for me anyways. I'm like, well, let's just do what we did mm-hmm. last time. We saw it work. Well, mm-hmm. times are changing. And if you're not changing with the times, then you die. And so we've got to be able to think outside the box. And so not being married to those measurements of mm-hmm. success in the past is going to change the future for a lot of our clients. And so that's what's right. so crazy about that side of things is you can literally see what works and what doesn't. Yep. And it can, it can really put a lid on any kind of future creativity if, you, if we don't watch it. Mm-hmm. So.
2: And so with e-commerce on social media, a lot of these platforms open up to retailers to actually be able to sell on Facebook, sell on Instagram, sell on Pinterest. And so whatever product you're trying to sell, again, like we mentioned earlier, don't try to sell too much. Like, Don't try to be salesy all the time. Get people to connect with your brand and make sure that whatever content you're putting out there is catered to that channel because not every person speaks the same. That's on Facebook. They don't speak the same on Instagram. They don't speak the same on Twitter or right. Pinterest. With Facebook, Facebook and Instagram specifically, whenever you're posting an image of your product, say, say it is apparel, you probably see a lot of, images with like models wearing the shirt so people can visualize what it looks like on them. Pinterest is actually shown to be the opposite, which is really interesting. Showing apparel without a model on it actually has higher conversions on Pinterest specifically than it does with the model. Cause people are able to picture it without the model. So is that like a
1: flat lay? Is that what we call that? Kind of like a flat lay or if uh-huh. it like
2: on a hanger, just more like a lifestyle yeah. look instead of somebody wearing the model. Cause what they've seen is if you're pinning that post to your board or whatever, they don't want to put people on their board. They yeah. just want to see the product. And also, it becomes harder to visualize yourself sometimes wearing that. If you're looking at a certain type of like a body type, mm-hmm. things like that. Oh well, that's not that's not what I look like.
1: Oh, that's, that's, that's why. I, don't you worry. I don't buy shirts off mannequins. <laughs> 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 Lord knows a mannequin looks a lot better than Papa Z over here. I, Pop, I've oh, never called myself Papa, please 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 Papa Z. Papa Z. Papa Z. What was in that drink? Don't. Good Lord, It was
2: orange drink. juice. Oh my bad. Is that gone already? Where are we at on this? Uh, Strategy. Strategy.
1: Yeah, talk about strategy for a little bit. I mean, you've kind of, all of this is kind of blending together, by the way, mm -hmm. and going back and forth. But photography, you know, you talked about that being intentional about not, for this client in particular, not having the models in the shots Mm -hmm. and where to use the flat lay type of photography and where to use the models. Again, stories are important. Content mm-hmm. matters. Yes. And we've got the audience in mind the whole time.
0: Yeah. And here's one of the big things would be user generated content. If you're not familiar with that phrase, get familiar with that phrase because basically what you want is you want other users posting about your brand. I mean at the end of the day, that's the content that will drive the most traffic. Because we all know in any business you're in, when people say, Well, how do you get most of your leads? the answer is typically always uh Just from other people. Referrals. Mm -hmm. Referrals. That's how it is. So user-generated content is simply online referrals of people wearing their clothes and their friends seeing that kind of stuff. And so that's the kind of thing that if you don't have a good
1: strategy for that, get one. Give something worth talking about. Do something worth talking about. And I think, too, Brittany, write this down. I want to do some podcasts about business development strategies. And this whole thought right now about what Eric is saying you will get most of your business from customer or current customer or client referrals. And so what are you doing to make their experience worth talking about? And so if you want to grow your business, invest in your clients and your current clients and customers. So, yeah. And then on the content direction side, when it comes to this stuff, it really comes down to
0: not being so much self promoted, like talking about yourself. Mm -hmm. Look how awesome our shirts are. Look Mm -hmm. how awesome our products are. Look how awesome we are. But really, it should answer the question of, you know, how would it make our customers life better? Yeah. And however you can answer that. That's the question that people are looking for. When I go to a website and I'm looking for a hat, a new hat or something, mm-hmm. the thing I'm trying to answer isn't really how cool are you guys? I want to know how cool this hat's going to make me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if you're talking about yourself a lot, then it doesn't help me answer that question. So you got to try to find ways to figure out how can I help this guy feel cool in this hat?
2: Yep. That's really
1: good.
0: And block the sun, because that's the purpose of a hat, apparently. Even though yours is on backwards. Well, there's a light rays behind me. I'm trying
1: to... No, dis- there's not. We're
2: in a, no, there's big light there's right There's no windows in here. Okay.
1: That's true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, a few notes for success. And Aaron, speak in whenever you want to, because I'm kind of reading this. Yep. Did you write those notes for success? Brittany actually did. Brittany did those? Mm. Great. Encourage employees, friends, and customers to follow your business. Take it a step further and encourage them to tag the business in photos of them wearing products, which is what Eric... Was talking about partner with micro influencers like Eric to reach. <laughs> so is. I'm so glad you mentioned. You it. know was, it's got, you know it's gonna come to come out, out there. That. That was yeah. awesome. to reach your target audience at a cost effective rate. I mean, what'd you get? A free T-shirt and free like, T-shirt. You sold how many?
0: I think the profitability is around ten to twelve thousand right now. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Based on that's, right
2: that's their gross, uh, that's their gross. That's based sale. on the AOV. Prop, prop, based prop, on, prop. on that.
0: Well, yeah, seven. just
1: on yeah. his
2: code. Yeah. So last time I checked. Which I check this. I'm gonna be honest. I check it every week just because it's, it's kind of fascinating. Yeah, it is fascinating. Um, <laughs> it really is. So for those who don't know, his head's about to pop off his head. That's true. So for those who don't know, oh, Eric, they know. Eric Wilkins the third. I'm the first. Took, okay, sorry. He his dad's got, name is Burnus. Oh, Burnus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out. So. Eric got a shirt from our from our client to we we're trying to push some influencer marketing things and Eric was like oh uh, I'll I'll be an influencer get this give me a shirt I like these shirts
0: I was trying to get a free shirt
2: yeah, they're they're pretty they're very nice so what Eric did he took a selfie which I think he he does a lot and then he <laughs> <laughs> I don't that know that was so
1: good I don't know I don't have social media though I know but I just love. I love how you just handled that, by the
2: way. Thanks, bud.
0: Go look at my social media. There's like two (laughs) selfies in the whole thing. I don't want to hear it.
2: Uh, Can somebody check that? the stories only last 24 hours. Can somebody check that, then send an email to infogreenfox.io. Okay, so Eric took a photo of himself wearing that shirt and just put the code. Self-timer. Self-timer. Then he ran to a wall, turned around 10 seconds later. Hands in my pocket. Gold. Makes me look
1: uh, Uh, barrel-chested. And his hat
2: was also on backwards for that one, I believe. Always is. It's all pretty good. It's
1: pretty good. Anyhow, that was before you could see the sweat. Oh Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, that sweat
0: was coming. (laughs) That that sweat was coming in hot. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That one gray shirt. I was like, nah, I I need
2: to hurry. hurry, 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 hurry. Okay. So anyhow, so he took this photo, posted online and he put a code. Hey, my name is Eric Wilkins. Use this code. And honestly, that's one of the most successful coupon codes that they have on their site currently. And I think we're going to have
0: to correct you. It is the most successful coupon code. Did you just look it
2: up? It's like. I already know. No. Well, it's the second, but it's fine. We'll let him go. So, yeah. So, he posted that, and it's incredible that it's, like, it's (laughs) it's taken off. So, what I think happened: somebody put that coupon code on, like, one of those, like, coupon sites, and it's just being hammered. Like
0: That's what... You're welcome. You're you're welcome. You're welcome. That's how it's
2: supposed to work. (laughs) World. You're welcome,
0: world. Okay. And Topo Chico. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, there it Mm -hmm. is. I was wondering when the Topo references... There it is. ...come in. So... Think about things like boosting, promoting posts like on Facebook to increase engagement views and conversions. Those are also little successful notes. Did I say something stupid? No. No, you're doing great. Okay. Because I'm ready to get to the next one. Of course you are. Here Here we go. go. We'll spend the least amount of time on it because I feel like we talk about it all the time. It's true. But... There's so many things you can learn from it for business, I think. And people understand real estate and I think things make sense to them whenever we talk about business and real estate mm-hmm. together. Just because everybody loves houses or they gotta live somewhere. Yep. So real estate on social media has been so it's a it's so funny to have seen it evolve. Oh man. I remember moving here and I was like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? There's so many great agents here and it's flooded. You know, I sell real estate, by the way. It's flooded with agents, and I just don't know how I'm going to be able to break into this market. And I was like, oh, you know what? I got an idea. I'll start taking professional pictures. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally all it took. But I'll be honest. I mean, it's not like it's not a shot, it's mm-hmm. just hey, this is kind of what everybody did. Obviously, it was more affordable. Phones have pretty good quality. They even did back then compared to what they were before. Now, Mm -hmm. they're obviously leaps and bounds better than they were five years ago. But I had to figure out what would change the game for me. And so I knew that I wanted to be good at photography, Mm -hmm. videos, and social media. Yep, Those things right there would change the game for me and would help introduce me to a, a market that was kind of... Doing some things in an old fashioned manner. And so I got heavily involved in Facebook and Instagram and I made sure that everything I did, I always had these different principles or philosophies and thinking that I would not deter from. So for example, I'd always say, Hey, if this house is, is a rough one, it's a doozy. I'm going to at least have three killer shots because three great shots are better than 36 mediocre shots. Yeah. And so thinking like that because of social media, it's easy, you know, what's easier on the eyes, pictures that are straight on, you know, thinking through those types of things would help me kind of break into the market. And then also help with, you know, I think I have, I mean, I know without a doubt on Facebook, I have probably the, one of the biggest social media accounts in our area. Mm -hmm. I know I used to, I don't, I need to check on that. But a huge following on social media on Facebook for my real estate stuff and you know, it's just continuing to, we continue to try to figure out what we can do to have that um, leverage through social media to stand out above all the noise because it's such a saturated market. So, you know, Facebook, Instagram, you know, obviously YouTube for your longer videos as well. Make sure everything's quality. Pinterest, I haven't jumped into as much as I should, but I know it's something that I could really get involved in. And so, again, the strategy's always been quality. Photography, videography, tell stories worth telling three great pictures are better than 36 mediocre pictures. And then, you know, frequency real estate's interesting because things change all the time. Mm -hmm. So you actually have a benefit. If you're doing business, you have a benefit of fresh content regularly, but how do you portray what you're, you don't want to come across. I don't know what the word is I'm trying to say, but my point is we have regular closing's happening yeah. and to always be putting under contract. sold under, it's good for business, but it's mm-hmm. also like, okay, dude, really? We, we get, we get it. it. We get it. We, we get understand it. he's selling houses and what have you. <laughs> so figuring out the frequency, that's kind of a, or how do we spread it out? So we don't post them all at the same time, mm-hmm. you know? So it's always been interesting. So Facebook, like I said, is probably my biggest social media channel that I focus on just because I have clientele who are young and old yep. and it really does stretch across the board for the most part. So notes for success here. Don't try to be everything for everyone. Focus your marketing efforts around things you care about and connect with the clients you truly want as well. So go after the type of clients that you want too. That was another thing that I was really intentional about. And to this day, I remember I dubbed myself. You know,
0: Granberry is
1: a luxury agent. Luxury specialist. Oh, I, was close. I wasn't going to use agent because it felt like a cheap in my brand. That's true. Yeah. And so I, I was Granberry's luxury specialist. So thinking through those types of things, I was trying to establish myself. I'd never sold a nice house. (laughs) (laughs) But I was going after those Uh, nice houses. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I was intentional about it. And now I have one of the highest average transactions in our area because I focused on being Granberry's luxury agent. I think we all do
0: that. In business, especially when you first start, you refer to your company, in quotes, as we even though it's just like one person oh, and yeah. <laughs> one person in a garage. Yeah. It's my, like, well, we over at green Fox market. Well, we I like got to three
2: dogs.
1: <laughs> I got three dogs. My kids are here, you know, so I got, there's st- a week, there's a there's a weed. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, they have to listen to me on the phone. That's so, true.
2: so they're really, they're part of this. We're all in this together.
1: We are. And, and Zeke, you got, sip your topo.
2: Yeah, sipping the topo, uh, not a sponsor. So Zeke, you mentioned something earlier about the photography. You want those three like really killer shots against all the mediocre ones. Cause it's not just about making the house look good. Mm -hmm. How do you think that affected your brand and how that set you apart?
1: That's a really good question because I think for me, when people saw that I had certain standards, they felt like what I was providing matched up with what they were going to be paying. Mm. And that made people feel comfortable and go, okay, now this cat makes me proud to spend the money that I'm going to have to spend to sell my house because he's so focused on things like photography, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and I think my brand was elevated because I had raised my standards to a certain level and it made people proud and feel like they could, you know, feel good about spending that money, you know, cause it costs a lot of money to sell your house, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when people can easily do the math on percentages, <laughs> they're <laughs> like, seriously, that's what you're going to get paid out <laughs> really? of this. Can you at least take some professional pictures? <laughs> You know, like, no, it's so true. I, I want my goal every time. I'm not just going to put it online. I'm going to try to sell your house quicker and for more money than anybody, any of my competition. Mm-hmm. So watch this. Yeah. Know. Cause
2: pho- I mean, I'm sure if you look at photos of houses that were listed 15, 20 years ago, it's literally just to show the room. Like yeah. it's just like to make, okay, here are all the, here are all the photos right. of the room, all, yeah. all, the, all the houses. But now it, it takes us so much further. Like, yeah, it still accomplishes the same thing. Yeah. You're looking at the house, but it really elevates, like you said, who I'm going with. Because people got to connect with you in a way. Oh, like yeah. You, you got to build trust. It's not just like, okay, he takes nice pictures of, you, of right. the house. But it's really about who Zeke Door is.
1: Yeah. And he thinks through everything. So, mm-hmm. for example, when I have a home staged, and I did this, I mean, started years ago when we were staging houses ourselves, my wife and I, and I remember going, I want this house, even though we're staging it. I wanted to feel like somebody lives here, which wasn't a thing. Like people would mm-hmm. stage houses, but they just kind of put stuff randomly. But I was like, I want like, let's put some slippers at the foot of the bed. Let's put an open magazine here and there. Yep. Now, I mean, now you see it all the time, mm-hmm. but there was nobody. I don't even know. Like, I remember just being at the house going, wouldn't it be cool if I mm-hmm. like, I didn't even, I remember not even seeing that idea somewhere. So I was like, this may be the dumbest thing in the yeah, world. Let's go for it. So doing things like hanging backpacks on hooks. Mm-hmm. and actually feeling like somebody lived there, which can be a little dangerous because people are also, they want to be able to picture themselves mm-hmm. in there. Those aren't my slippers, you know. I just thought of a Shania Twain song. Oh, no. Who's Lord. been, have your boots oh, been man. under? Wow. Nah. Anyhow, the point is, like, what are you doing? If, I, if I'm thinking like that, of course somebody's going to want to hire me because I care.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. And I want to make them proud of what they're paying. Mm-hmm. And that that's really true across Every single industry that you're in. Don't just take photos to take photos. Yeah, you need content, but really take the photo that's really going to show people that you care about your quality. Especially with the e-commerce side. Like, don't just take a picture of a shirt on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, is it intentional? Is it going to make someone, one, picture themselves in it, but then also be proud to wear it once they get it? Yeah. Don't settle. Yeah. Were you about to say something?
1: No. I was about to go into healthcare. I think we should. We'll say this again in the outro. Everybody stop settling. Don't settle for mediocrity. I mm-hmm. promise. I promise you, if you won't settle for mediocrity, then your business will change for the better. But that's everybody's got to be in, yep. and
0: let's we've seen it. it over and over with our own business, with yours, mm-hmm. with our clients. I mean, the ones that don't settle is the podcast of the the rebrand. Is that coming out before this one? Is that we can put it whenever, whenever well, that is.
1: We that's a p- great, yeah. Like those guys reference that. We'll throw. We'll let's do that this week.
0: Yeah, so we have a podcast. We did a big rebrand with a company, and we did a podcast with with the owners of that. And those guys do not settle, and you can tell every step of the way. Like it doesn't matter if it's a piece of like I don't know. I don't even know. I can't even think of anything. Email signature, an email signature. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. there is no settling for those guys, and it shows in the results of their business. So definitely excited for you guys to hear that one. So let's go on to healthcare. This is the last one healthcare and wellness, and this is important because of all the, all the COVID stuff. So this is a really important one that we just, we need to hit. And so the social media recommendations here are a little bit different, specifically Twitter. And the reason is I would say, Aaron, you can, you can talk into this, but Mm -hmm. I would say Twitter because of the whole news, quick updates. Like right now, we don't know. I mean, we're in the middle of pandemic. Like Mm -hmm. if you're in the healthcare business and wellness stuff, like things change every day, real fast. We need as fast as information as we can get.
2: Yeah, that's a good point because really, you're using your social media channels one to to establish trust because people don't really know what type of questions to ask. They just know something ain't right, and I need somebody to answer these questions for me. They're like I need help, and so whenever they see you, honestly, whether you're like a hospital or like a chiropractor or anything like that, when you're able to give out resources, inform people, educate people on what they're asking, and make it a safe place, honestly, for people to ask questions because a lot of these places, like they people, feel like they have to know. So many things before they ask a question, whether it's about the pandemic or anything like that. But whenever you create a safe place on your social media platforms to answer any questions that people may have, you're establishing yourself as a resource.
0: Yeah. So really, there's just three top strategies here, and it would be to raise awareness, which you said, Mm -hmm. answer common questions, which will Create engagement, and then lastly would be patient support and education. Yep. So there's a stat out there that says nearly this is by Hootsuite that says nearly 40 percent of young people 14 to 22 have used online tools to connect with others with similar health challenges. So I mean, that's a big percentage to, oh, yeah. that the people are talking through, and so you don't have that information there is is incredible. Mm-hmm. And then lastly would be the notes for success for the healthcare would be be sure to include captivating yet simple graphics. Less is more when trying to convey, con, I cannot read this sentence. Less is more when trying to convey professionalism and credibility. So that's so true. When it comes to like, you're trying to be unbelievably professional in this world. And so just think less is more, less is more. And lastly, verify all information displayed is accurate and found research. That is so important. Yep. Just world, everyone, if you go and post something, make sure it's factual, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to healthcare. It's crazy to think that there's a whole bunch of stuff out there that's not even true, especially when it comes to healthcare world. But if you are, don't just assume that because you saw it on a website that it's accurate. So make sure you're posting accurate information.
1: Yep. Yeah, that's one of the crazy things to me is people just have a tendency to feel like they can run with something that was made in Microsoft Paint. Like wow, it was yeah. like it was straight from Benjamin T. Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it a T? I don't know. Would you mind googling that, uh, figuring that out? <laughs> Benjamin <laughs> Benjamin T. Franklin. I usually say Jesus T. Christ, not in vain to be buried. Jesus, yeah. Jesus the yeah. Christ. Jesus the Christ. It's the middle name. So okay, I'm gonna go ahead and start the outro music. Just to- oh, there it is. Uh, just here just here to here let everyone go. know, we are wrapping it up. Yeah, just let everybody know what's happening here. Aaron, thanks for being here. Hey, not a problem. Thanks. By for the way, me. you're always a great asset. You're a huge asset to our team and a big asset today to this podcast. Big asset.
0: Wow. <laughs> Fun fact: According to Study.com, I don't know if this is accurate. Speaking of accurate information, mm-hmm. Benjamin Franklin did not have a middle name.
2: <wharp>, Boy, that was just anticlimactic. <wharp>, Yep. Is that that the right one? I could
0: read more, but I'd have to put in some information, and I'm not doing that. Study.com. Okay.
1: (laughs) Wrap us up. Again, we're getting practical on how to implement your social media to your business successfully. Don't forget to tune in because we're providing free resources for your social media. And also, we want to invite you to subscribe to our blog. You can do so on the actual blog at greenfox.io forward slash our dash blog. Wow, thanks for your ball help. And also, if you want to see where your brand stands online, go fill out our brand assessment. Our blog has a new format, too. Yeah. Mm, my goodness. That was very nice. That is very, very nice. Good work, mm-hmm. everybody. Thanks, bud. As always, Brittany Lopez, thank you for all your hard work on this podcast. You do a great job putting this together. Eric, good work. And Aaron, thanks. <laughs> Topo Chico,
0: thank you for yeah, I wanna, uh, providing drinks I wanna that we pay for. I want to
1: Troy Aikman, Joe Buck, my mother, my dad. You um, should thank them. Jesus T. Christ himself. and Benjamin, just, no middle name. Are we still in the outro? Franklin. Are we still soon. doing that? Still having Still playing? Okay. You guys it's have a good week. Long. We'll talk to you next time.